All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. How important do you think website traffic is? All right, so remember, website traffic is literally like cars coming to your business, but on the online space. So imagine like in the real space and the physical space, you've got your business and it's on um, Bob Avenue, right? And it's big and it's got this red sign there. Traffic will be, you know, like on Black Friday. There's everybody out there, people camping outside just waiting for your place to open up. So obviously traffic is really important. And on the online space, it's equally important. You know, it's really important for us, and we, and we know that already, to have a website. Because I think I think a website right away gives you credibility. I don't know about you, but if you search for someone, maybe you search for somebody in, in your town, maybe a mechanic or some sort of service, and then you look them up, did you more than likely click on the website or search to see if they have a website? I read that in a study somewhere that people tend to trust businesses a little bit more when those businesses have a website because it gives them credibility. And that really made sense to me. I started to think about myself and I was like, shit, I do that. Whenever I go in and look up places, I tend to look for that website to kind of see what they're all about. So what we're doing here today is we're looking at how to increase our website traffic, how to make sure that you know we're building something as close as we can to what happens on Black Friday. You know, where everyone's just lining up. Everyone's lining up. Everyone's going to your website. Everyone's reading the blogs that you're writing, the pages that you have up, the posts that you have up, the videos that you put on there. You know, if not, then, then, then really, you know, why are we doing it, right? And I know more than likely you're doing it. And for maybe a reason that connects to me, you know, you're doing it because you want to support other people. You write a blog post all about, you know, navigating anxiety because you, you're, you're wanting someone to read it. And maybe for that person to have the tool, whether they call you or not, whether they schedule an appointment with you or not, you want them to read it so they can move forward in life. You know, at least it connects to me and I think it connects to you too. So it is important for us to have that website traffic because website traffic, it builds our practice. Website traffic builds our business. It allows us to, yes, serve the community, but as well as level up our private practice. So what I want to share with you today is I want to share with you what we can do to make sure that we're taking time to do our due diligence. Come on, Juan, get it together. <laughs> Um, and what I'm going to ask is, I'm going to ask that either you are, um, if, to see if you're able to maybe write down some of the information that we go into. If not, then just re, um, you know, re, I was going to say reread, but that wouldn't make any sense unless you have the transcript. Um, listen to this, you know, uh, once more, because I, I want to get as, into as much detail as I can so that you're able to have nuggets that you can walk away with. Again, the goal is simple. This episode is all about increasing your website traffic. What does that mean? That means by, by the end of the episode, I want you to have strategies that you can utilize and put into play, you know, not just theories, but strategies that we can directly put into play so that more people find your website, more people click on schedule appointments, more people read the blogs that you're writing, more people watch the videos that you're making, more people see you. And then at some point, maybe it'll be like Black Friday and everyone will be lining up. But now that I'm thinking about this, I'm not sure if that's the best idea that everyone's signing up to our counseling practice like it's Black Friday. Though it would sound cool, 
just because <laughs> of the field that we're in, um, you know, there's 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 a couple of things there, um, uh, maybe that we're all thinking to, <laughs> of, of why we want everybody lining up. Um, so let's 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 dive in there um, with, with the first strategy. Here's the first one I want to share with you. Most people out there, to some extent, have maybe you're using a WordPress, um, using Squarespace, using some kind of website, right? Um, and I think with that, you want to be able to connect your social media channels to it. Um, and the reason for that is because that's going to boost your um, search engine optimization. One of the best uh, um, social media channels that I like to connect with my website and with those that I, um, that I serve as far as consulting is I encourage them to have a YouTube channel. And the, uh, the reason I, ha- I encourage them to have a YouTube channel is because uh, YouTube and Google, right there, they kind of go together. I-, I believe Google owns YouTube. So whenever you do your videos, you can have a internal link, um, internal links and backlinks connected to them. So an example of that would be you have a blog post, right, on your website. And, and the blog post, this is just one example of many, is all about, you know, reducing um, um, anxiety at work. And then you write four ways. Then you can have a video on, you know, how to use um, deep breathing exercises uh, to address negative anxiety symptoms. And then you could write the blog post and say, also check out the video on this link. And then that links them to the YouTube channel. And then from the YouTube channel on the description, you can have the link that goes right back to the blog post. And then what that's doing right away is it's telling the online space that you're relevant. That when people search for anxiety support, your blog or your video come up, right? There's two things that you're doing. And to make it more likely that traffic, yes, traffic um, goes in your direction. Next one I want to share with you is making sure that you're taking time to craft, and there's a creativity element here, irresistible headlines. Now, there's ways to do this. You know, if you, if you kind of get stuck with it and you're like, I have no idea what an irresistible headline is, Juan, what is it? It's, um, it's a cool headline. Come on. You know what it is. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, what I do recommend is doing some due diligence, like getting on Google and literally writing that down. You know, what is a strong headline? Um, and then you're going to see experts really put their information in there. Um, I did not go to, um, you know, I, I was going to say SEO school. I'm not even sure there's an SEO school. I like to think of myself as school of the hard knocks, you know, school of the hard rocks or, or, or however you say it. Um, I, my, my site ranks really well. Um, both of them do. When I write, um, I, I take time to do my due diligence. I use resources like uh, Neil Patel. Hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that right. Um, I listen to podcasts like Pat Flynn, um, The Blogger Millionaire, Side Hustle Nation, um, uh, Amy Porterfield, and then a bunch of others. And then, you know, those have really been supportive uh, platforms for me to learn how to write irresistible headlines, how to rank high on SEO. And the information that I've, got, I've gathered there, you know, I've been using it for years. And I'm sharing a lot of it here with you so that you're able to skip so many of the headaches that I went through. Overall, when you're writing these um, headlines, here is a cheat strategy that I like to do. I like to think about my headlines. So let's say I'm going to write about five relationship tips. I then go to Google and I put in their relationship tips. From there, Google is going to show me all of the main ones, right? Um, and it'll have like that, that, that drop-down menu where it shows you everything that is relevant to it. I write all of those down. And then from there, I look at the main page because usually people stick to the first page of Google. You know, it's rare that you would search something, right? And you would get to page 10 and finally click on what you're looking for. Unless you're working on a dissertation and then you'll probably get to page, um, page 10. And, and that's because Juan, that's because me, I, I am still working on my dissertation. So sometimes I find myself in the rabbit hole of Google. 
neither here nor there. Just keep positive thoughts out for me. Send some good prayers. Send some good blessings. Some good bendiciones. Bendiciones in Spanish is blessings. Um, just you know, send me some good vibes if you, if you can. Hopefully I can get through the trenches. And then from there, once you've got all these on, on the first page, that first page is telling you these are like really high-ranking ones. And these are AKA irresistible headlines. So then from there, mold yours to some extent off of it. Let's say the first one says, um, you know, it has a number on there. What if you added five more to that number? So instead of five, you put seven or you put 10. So now you're still using roughly the same structure of the headline that got itself to rank really high, but you're doing it a little bit higher. And as a side note, Google likes that whenever you have um, numbers in there, like five ways you know, or um, how to overcome, you know, anxiety with these 10 strategies. Uh, It it tends to rank a little bit higher than just the words itself. Something else to do uh, when it comes to, again, more traffic to our website. Hopefully you're writing these down, you're taking these nuggets in. Because at the end of the day, these are actions. You know, yes, this is hopefully a supportive podcast episode. You're learning a lot. You know, we're hanging out, we're laughing. Um, If we were together, and, you know, um, I wasn't affected by alcohol. I would have an IPA just for the taste, but it gives me a good buzz. And next thing you know, I'll be slurring my words and we wouldn't get anywhere. So, so we're not going to do that. Um, next strategy we're going to get into is long tail keywords. Have you heard of that before? A long tail keyword. Maybe you've heard of a keyword. There's long tail keyword, a short tail keyword. It's probably exactly what you're thinking. One's long, one's short. Right, most people, whenever they write their blogs, they stick to or write their content. They stick to short, short meaning um, anxiety support, uh, or counseling near me, or relationship counseling. So most people, when they write their blogs and they do their SEO work, they'll use those. They'll use those. But there's also long tail keywords that are in, in, that are searched after. You know, such as what to do if I got stung by a bee. Right, that one had a lot of words. And have you ever been somebody? Be? More than likely, you wrote that. You put that in Google, um, or like me as a parent. You know, I remember years back, my daughter she got really sick, and we were at the beach, and I, I was I was scared um, because I had no idea why she was getting sick. Um, so then my wife and I we were just getting on Google, um, trying to, and we were we were on the way to the hospital, and we were just trying to put in there these long phrases that connected to what she had, like what to do if your four year old has swelling. Right, so what to do if your four-year-old has swelling? That's nine key. That's nine words, right? So that will be like these long-tail keywords, and people search for that. So then, when people search for that, Google pops up what's relevant, and in your um, and and what you're writing for your website, you know, your your post or your blog, sorry, your blog posts or your pages, you can look at these long keywords, that long-tail keywords that will connect to, of course, mental health. So let's use an example of one, you know, let's, let's maybe, maybe like anxiety, how, how to manage panic attacks at work, how to manage panic attacks at work, seven words. That's different than panic attack therapy. That's three. So then you're utilizing these and ranking for them so that there's more traffic to your website. You know, people search for it, they see yours, and then they go to, they go to you. Um, let's keep going. Let's keep the ball going. Another strategy to utilize is being a guest on somebody else's blog or having them a guest on your blog. I mean, that's that's really simple. I think a lot of times we put so many hurdles in front of us. I'm going to share with you how simple that is. If you, have a, if you have your own website and you have a blog, you're already 80% there, if not 90% there. 
Here's the next step. Your website or blog probably has some kind of theme or themes. Maybe you are all about relationships. You know, your, your, your practice helps individuals with relationships or your practice helps individuals with um, chronic illness, whatever it may be. Next thing I want you to do is I want you to Google counselors that do exactly what you do. Right. So then from there, you're going to see a list of counselors that do exactly what you do. Now, of course, not exactly what you do. I didn't mean in that way, just more of the same service that you provide. Let's, let's keep it rolling here. And then you may find Bob, Bob across town. You know, he also is a couples counselor. And you're like, well, shit, what's, what's up, Bob? Let's, let's, let's connect. Um, the next step we're going to do is we're going to make sure Bob has a website. Because we either want we want him to have a website, we want him to have some sort of brand online space, whether it's a YouTube channel, Facebook um, um, page, um, some sort of platform on there on the online space, and then ta-da, you found it. Bob has his own website, and it talks you know about relationships. So then read read through it, get to know you know Bob and his work, and and while you're doing that, you realize that Bob loves to help early birds, right? Premarital counseling. And most of the work that you do, you know, does include that, but you also help people with other issues, um, conflict resolution, communication, um, emptiness, and, and so forth. So then here is the last nugget. Reach out to Bob and ask Bob um, if he would like to be a guest on your blog, focus on relationships. I know, I know that I didn't mention what topic specifically to write about, which doesn't matter right now. The next important part is just have a conversation with Bob. And let's say I'm Bob. You would send me an email. You know, hey, Bob, uh, I saw your blog. You know, I see that you're a counselor here in town. I really love the work that you're doing. Um, I read this and I read that. And I, I thought that, you know, it, it all looked great. I would love if you and I could get a cup of coffee or we can connect. I really wanted to see if you'd be open to um, writing a blog post, being a guest on my blog about a relationship topic. You know, if so, I'm open to, you know, whatever topics you may want to talk about that have to do with relationships. Are there any ones that, you know, you feel really comfortable about? And then question mark, you know, with love, with kindness, uh, your name. And you're throwing it out there. You know, you're building that relationship. You're getting to know Bob. And more than likely, Bob's going to say yes, because that's going to benefit Bob as well. It's going to increase his search engine optimization, you know, meaning it's going to increase his ranking. It's going to increase yours. You know, you help me, I help you. And then we help the community because we get our work out there. Again, you can do this. Sometimes we just got to get out of our own way, but you can do this. And if you need support, let me know, and I will hold hands there with you, and we will truck forward. Or if we need to, you know, sometimes when I'm hiking with my son, Alex, he'll start doing this thing where he's like, oh, I'm tired, daddy. And I said, I said, uh, Alex, we, we just got out of the car, and we can still see it here from the trail. I'm, t- I'm just tired. I'm tired. Put me on your shoulders, and I put him. I put him on. My, I put him on my shoulders. I do. I put him on my shoulders, and my wife then gives me that look, and then she's like, "You know, you're gonna have to carry him the whole time on the shoulders." And I do. I, I have a hard time telling him no. So if I need to carry you on your shoulders, I'll do. I'll, I'll, we'll put you up there, and then we'll make it through so that we can get guests on your blog and allow you to have that traffic that you're looking for. All right. Um, the next strategy that we can do when it comes to Finding this traffic, right? Getting this traffic to come to your website. Um, I know I said blog earlier, but website, which connects to blog, connects to your um, pages, just all around your website, is we can shell out some money. We can advertise. Um, And there's so many ways to do this, you know, whether you are doing Google advertising um, or you're doing Facebook advertising. 
um, a strategy that I like to use, and it's very simple, um, and maybe you'll like it too. It's where you have your, and this is if you have a Facebook, you have your Facebook that's connected to your website, right? Um, and then your Facebook business page that's connected to your website, more than likely you probably post, um, you, put, you put post on there. Uh, an example of one, if you have a, a, a Facebook, could be uh, a blog that you recently wrote, and then you'll go and you post it on there on your Facebook, so that your Facebook community can you know check it out if they want to. Well, from there you'll see a button on the right side of it, and it'll say boost post. You can boost that post, and then from boosting it, it'll give you options how much to pay, and you can put as little as five dollars on there. It's going to ask you for like a target audience, demographic, um, and, and location. I like to keep it very simple in the beginning, and here's why. If you start simple, then you get to cast a large net, and there's a little radar or a meter there when you're doing the ad that'll go from green to red to yellow. I like to keep it on green because green means that it's broad enough um, for you for you to get some good data back. So then from there, I throw out a huge net. And the net, I like to throw it out really, really big so that over time, it gets more narrow, and then over time, as it gets more narrow, I, I, I am able to understand my audience a little bit more. So just to kind of keep this simple, again, because what we're doing here is we're, we're driving traffic to the website. Let's say that you wrote a blog on five ways to address um, conflict within your relationship. Right. So you wrote this blog post and you're excited about it. And then you post it on your Facebook page. From there, you hit boost to post. Right. So you see so you boost it, meaning you're going to pay a couple of dollars. So then let's say you decide to pay, we'll say, uh, $50. Um, and then you put that $50 for a course of, what did you say, 10 days. Um, and then from there, it's an ASCII location. You know, you could um, be very specific on the location. Let's say that you you, you live in, um, t- um, that your town is called uh, Bob. I'm using that name too much, <laughs> but it's called Bob Town, right? So then you would just put your city in there and you would put your city and state. That way, when you're, when it's being, um, when you're boosting the post, it's specific to just your city. And the reason that we're thinking like that is because if someone's reading it and then they're coming back to your website, we want to make sure that, you know, can they be an ideal client? You know, if I, if I send this off to the whole U.S. and there's someone in a state that's not in my state and I'm not licensed to practice in that state, that's not getting me too far, is it? So we want to think about those things. Um, so now that you have it just in your city, right, city and state, um, then from there, it's going to ask you interest. I like to keep the interest really simple. So interest could be like marriage um, or interest could be, you know, relationship. Or you could even put it where it's specific. So it could be parents with kids. Um, and you could put specific to what age. Parents with kids, toddlers. Parents with kids, ages zero to seven. Um, so again, think about your client. This is where you get to know your ideal client a little bit. Um, and if you work with couples, maybe your ideal client, is an age has age range right and you could put that two in there now again when when you're starting in the beginning i like to go as simple as possible so i think about that ideal client and i go okay roughly where where are their ages well i know my client's not 65 and i know my client's not 10 i know at minimum if i work with couples my client's going to be about 23 years old and i know at max they're going to be about 50 years old right so then you don't have to you're pushing away some of the extra data like, you know, you're not going to have it. You're not going to boost a post to anyone who's seven years old. And the reason you tell this ad to do that is because the ad will do that specifically. If you tell the ad to have an interest of parents with kids between seven and let's say 10, 
then that ad would will only show up for those type of people. Does that make sense? Hopefully it makes sense. If you get stuck, reach out to me. We'll get through it together. So overall, what this paid advertisement process does, if you use the Facebook one, is it gets it in front of more people. Because when you do that ad, it's going to tell you this. It's going to say, hey, you doing this at $50 for this many days is going to get it on average in front of this many um, people. So then from there, you're able to make an educated decision if if you want to take that avenue or if you don't want to take that avenue. Last strategy I want to share with you to, to, get, to get traffic to your site um, is connected to you being a guest on other people's platforms. So let's say that you know, you're building a private practice and you want to reach out to me. Do it. Reach out to me and tell me what you're doing in your journey of private practice. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about how you got started, all the amazing things that you're doing, the hurdles, the challenges. We'll talk about the, all, all, all of it and we'll have fun. And then maybe we'll have some good tears along the way and we'll learn and we'll get to know each other and we'll build a relationship. So then once we get through that process, there's going to be some links, right? And those links you're able to use to build traffic to your website. Because once we do the episode, then I launch it, then it goes out there and then a lot of people listen to it. And then all of the hundreds and hundreds of people that are um, listening to it, they get to see it and they get to see that link there. And all that goes into the online space. So then when people see it and they go, oh, I wonder who um, Sarah is that just did a, you know, this episode and, you know, she, she built a practice focused on, um, you know, kids uh, with, with uh, ADHD. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I want to, I want to check her practice out. So then they click that link and they go to you and there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. You know, now we've got that website traffic going directly your way. Take a deep breath. Here's what I want to share with you. Those are just a few. There are so many more. When I mean so many more, I mean a lot more. Like there's 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 ample just strategies that we can utilize. And I think that's why it's important not to get hung up. If something doesn't work, it's all good. There's something else that will work. You know, I, I like to think about the the work of building a private practice from that entrepreneur side. You know, here when I'm with you, when we're looking at uh, Counselor's Journey podcast, um, I like to think about it like, like counseling in a way where, or psychotherapy in a way where, you know, you're working with a patient and maybe they're struggling with something, right? And then they're struggling with that thing and, and you, and you connect with them, you're present there with them and you're supporting them. And then you provide some sort of strategy, right? And, and then they take that strategy and it doesn't work. But they do it, and there's some parts that there's growth, but it doesn't fully provide that transformation that they're looking for. And they come back to the office and they share that with you. Um, and then what you do is, you know, you process and you connect with them, you're there with them, and then you reach down into your toolbox and you pull something else out. And then that becomes another strategy, and then you go towards and, and you continue in that process until we find what fits. And we're doing the same thing here. You know, there's so many ways to build uh, traffic, you know, to have uh, individuals, you know, reaching out to your website and having that volume there. I shared with you some today, try them out. If they work, let me know, you know, really let me know, let me know which ones work for you. If they don't work, let me know too. And I'll share others. One kindness I'd love to ask one of the ways that, uh, or the core way to build um, a podcast is by having reviews uh, and by uh, sharing it, of course. Um, I would love if you could leave a review. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Let me know something that you learned 
Um, let me know one strategy that you implement in your private practice uh, and how it has supported you. You know, let me know one laugh that you had here with me. I would love if you could leave a review. I would love if you could share this podcast with your community. Um, the goal that I have for a counselor's journey is for us to be this really amazing community of clinicians where we're connecting with each other, where we're growing so that we're able to live our best life. We're able to connect with our friends, with our family and with all those, you know, in our space. And I think that allows us to then serve and to show up uh, for those that, you know, we love serving. Thank you for being here. Have a beautiful day. Continue to do what you're doing. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go... Yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey. 